What do you think when you hear the word hustle? What do you picture? Now, what about hard work? What comes to mind for you there? And finally, burnout. When you think about burnout, what do you see? What do you feel? Hey there, and welcome to episode 80 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire women seeking better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick, and today's episode is all about hustle, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Can you hustle or work hard without heading straight for burnout? After living the hustle life and putting in hard work, plus having dabbled in burnout several years ago, in this episode, I'll talk about the fine line between hustle and hard work, and then share a few signs that you might be getting a little too close to burnout. And finally, I'll talk about how to change course before it's too late. Hustle doesn't have to be all bad. Hard work isn't always what it's cracked up to be. And burnout? Well, I wouldn't want that for anyone, especially you. And because I know you're probably making the most of your time and listening in the car while you're running errands or you're doing stuff around the house, it might be a little inconvenient for you to stop what you're doing and take notes while you're listening. But don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details from today's episode over in the show notes. Today's show notes can be found at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 80. That's an eight and a zero. All right, it's about time we get started. So let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. I can't think of the word hustle without being taken back to my softball playing days. Truth be told, I was pretty terrible at it. I was usually stuck out in left field and I was certainly no power hitter. I will say though that I was actually a pretty good base runner and had a knack for stealing home when the pressure was on. So you remember in the Sandlot when at the end of the movie, they're all grown up and Smalls is the announcer in the press box and Benny the Jet Rodriguez steals home? Smalls starts yelling, the Jet stole home, the Jet stole home. Yeah, it was exactly like that, except not not like that at all. Anyway, I hung up my cleats for good after eighth grade summer ball ended, but I'll never forget the sound of hustle ladies being yelled by the coach during pregame warmups and also when we were headed off the field toward the dugout between innings. When I decided not to try out for the high school team, I thought my hustle days were over. 
until I joined the bustling world of entrepreneurship just a few short years ago and became bombarded with social media messages and online gurus telling me to hustle harder, put in the work, hustle till you drop, don't stop, just hustle, and a million other cliche phrases that make you believe that rest is for the weak, and if you're not always working, then you're not working enough. So that's exactly what I did. I bought into it. (laughs) So what exactly is hustle? And more importantly, what is this whole hustle culture thing? Because hustle isn't inherently a bad thing. Two of my good friends, Katie Caldwell and Alyssa Jenkins, they were both guests on It's About Time back in episode 13. Katie and Alyssa have an awesome podcast for realtors called Hustle Humbly. And they certainly aren't preaching the gospel of go, 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 24-7, work all the hours. Quite the contrary. So I reached out to Katie and I asked, what does hustle mean to you? And here's what she said. Hustle to me is about work ethic. It's about building a business with systems and processes that's focused on providing good customer service and doing actually doing my job. So doing the hard work that it requires to do the job well, having you know that laser focus on what I need to do and how I can improve and be more professional. And it's not about spending hours and hours, um, you know, working every single day. It's about doing my job to the best of my ability within my boundaries and parameters and within, uh, you know, the time that I have available to, to complete it. So if hustle on its own isn't necessarily a bad thing, let's talk about hustle culture. So I found this description in a Forbes article by Celine DaCosta. She described hustle culture as the collective urge we currently seem to feel as a society to work harder, stronger, faster, to grind and exert ourselves at maximum capacity every day and accomplish our goals and dreams at a lightning speed that matches the digital world we've built around ourselves. Basically, it's feeling like you've got to work all the time. Hustle culture is at work when someone, whether that's someone you know in real life or someone you follow online, makes you feel guilty for taking a break, makes you feel less than for not crushing your goals every single day, makes you feel lazy for not completing an unrealistic to-do list, and makes you feel behind for not being a self-made millionaire by 30. Hustle culture leads us to believe that working 50 to 60 hours a week is a great idea and that the key to success is just putting in more hours. So let me know if any of these sound familiar. I see stuff like this in Instagram posts all the time, but I found these excellent statements. I found these by doing a quick Google search for hustle quotes. Here we go. Always hustle. Good things come to those who hustle. Hustlers don't sleep, they nap. I've got a dream that's worth more than my sleep. Ew, gross, by the way. Grind now, greatness later. Oh, and this one's a real gem. 
No one cares about your problems. Work harder. And I'll end this with this one. If you're not where you want to be, it's because you're not grinding hard enough. Ugh. In a nutshell, hustle culture is designed to make us believe that if we're not successful, if we're not exactly where we want to be in life, it's our fault because we're just not working hard enough. I mean, it's true that you're not going to live the life of your dreams if you just sit there on the sofa and do nothing. You have to do something. But it doesn't have to be at the expense of your health and well-being. So that's where hard work comes in. And when I think of hard work, I think of being intentional with your time and how you use it for work, whether that's building a business or climbing the corporate ladder. But there's a fine line between hustle and hard work. When we begin to equate hard work with hours worked. Spoiler alert, working more hours does not equal being more productive. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Remember the law of diminishing returns from econ. So studies have shown that once you hit the 45 to 50 hour mark each week, your productivity actually declines. Your work gets worse. You're spinning your wheels when you could and should be doing something else. So I'm sorry, all of those business owners talking about their 12-hour days and 60-hour weeks in their Instagram stories, they're actually just wasting a lot of their time. And truth be told, like, I feel bad for them. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done but sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, and all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules, and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you wanna know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. 
You can take the quiz at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. So why is hustle culture even a thing? How did this happen? Why are we like this? So here are a few reasons that I see on an all too regular basis. First, I think it stems from a feeling of being behind. Feeling behind financially, feeling behind professionally. Comparison is real. I mean, take it from me. According to Clifton Strengths, my number one strength is competition. So I am basically living this constant, really annoying state of comparison, no matter how hard I try to kick it. But comparison is real, and we've got what feels like an infinite number of people to compare ourselves to as a result of having social media and Instagram squares as our window to the world. Not to mention the fact that most of you listening are probably millennials like me, and after graduating into one of the worst economies in history, well, you know the story. We're buying homes later. We're getting married later. We're having children later. We have more education and more debt to go along with it. We have lower salaries and we have less in our savings. And when we compare ourselves to, say, our parents or even Gen X, it's easy to feel behind, even though we were dealt a completely different hand of cards to play. So second, a lot of us feel like we have something to prove, that we haven't made it until we hit a certain financial milestone, or we aren't successful until we have a certain amount in our bank account, or a certain number of clients, or a certain number of accolades or awards, a specific title, or any number of other things. If you're a business owner, maybe you felt that push to grind until you matched or surpassed your previous nine to five salary. Or if you've been striving to hit an arbitrary revenue number because you want to be a six-figure business owner. My friend Sarah Becker, you met her back in episode 18. She talked about this on Instagram recently. Most of us don't actually need six figures to live a comfortable life. But for some reason, so many entrepreneurs set set their sights on making six figures because it feels important. It feels like that's what we're supposed to do, or maybe it's because it sounds sexy. So regardless of the reason why we buy into hustle culture, there's no doubt that too much hustle, that working too many hours can lead to burnout. So how do you know if you're getting close to burnout from too much hustle, from too many hours? Oh, and I should say here, this this goes without saying, but I'll say it anyway. Burnout is not a medical diagnosis, and I am not a doctor. <laughs> I am definitely not a doctor. But burnout can definitely impact your mental and your physical health. So here are the signs to watch out for. And some of these will be fairly obvious. So let's start with your attitude. If you start to feel cynical or irritable at work, like everything is getting on your nerves or driving you crazy. If you feel increasingly impatient with coworkers, with clients, and even with your family. If you dread interacting with clients, and if you just plain hate your work, 
even if you once loved it. And now the physical side. Your energy is so drained from work that you're actually unable to enjoy your limited downtime. You can't sleep at night because you're dreading work tomorrow. And when you wake up, you're exhausted. When you do have downtime, you end up numbing out with food or too many glasses of wine, or you get sucked into the scroll on your phone instead of, you know, interacting with others or getting in some physical activity that would probably make you feel better. You start getting sick more often, which is kind of a relief because then you get to call in sick and not work, but then it's even worse because you have to play catch up and the cycle continues. I've already mentioned some of these, but some of the long-term consequences of burnout include excessive stress, fatigue, insomnia, sadness, anger, or irritability, alcohol or substance misuse, heart disease, high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, and vulnerability to illnesses. So if you or someone you know is feeling like you're on the train from Hustletown to Burnoutville, here are three things that you can do to change course. First, evaluate your options. Can you discuss your concerns with your supervisor, with a trusted colleague, with an industry peer, a biz bestie, or even your significant other and brainstorm some solutions? Delegating, moving deadlines, hiring help, putting a project on hold, even rethinking your goals. Sometimes it takes an outside perspective to help you see all of the options, opportunities, and potential solutions for stepping away from the hustle. Second, get some support. A few years ago, when I was experiencing serious burnout, I saw a therapist named Beth a few times a month. I thought I wasn't working hard enough, but she helped me realize that I was actually trying to thrive in a toxic work environment. If you're a solopreneur, it can feel pretty isolating to carry the weight of your business on your shoulders. So find a community of other small business owners so you can support each other and bounce ideas. Just having a support system can do wonders for your mental health when you're feeling like you're on the verge of burnout. And third, take care of yourself. When you're on the path to burnout and caught up in the hustle hard 24-7 way of life, taking time for yourself is going to feel counterintuitive. I mean, please, you could be working, right? But getting some exercise, practicing mindfulness, making sure you're getting enough sleep, and trying to relax are all ways that you can hit the brakes when you're barreling toward burnout. So there you have it. Hustle doesn't have to be a bad thing. Hard work doesn't have to mean long hours. And burnout doesn't have to be your reality. I'd love to know if you've bought into the hustle culture and what you did to avoid burnout. Seriously, come find me on Instagram at Anna D. Cornick and send me a DM or a voice chat. And if you have any questions about how you can avoid burnout with better time management, send them my way. I would love to talk and help you avoid that if I can. 
As always, all of the details from today's episode can be found in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 80. And I'll definitely share some resources that you can check out if you think that you're heading toward burnout. And before we go, let me tell you a little bit about next week's episode, episode 81. In the spring of 2020, everything changed. More of us started working from home than ever before, and many of us are still living the remote work life and will be indefinitely. I'm so excited to introduce you to Alexandra Samuel, co-author of the book, Remote Inc., How to Thrive at Work, Wherever You Are. Alex and I chat about the realities of working from home, how to set boundaries, and what it means to think like a business of one. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.